Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the By Maddie Marie podcast. Happy Taco Tuesday, guys. I hope you're having a great day. I had a fantastic weekend, and I'm so excited to catch up with you guys. I know I say this every week, but I love chatting on our Taco Tuesday routine. Anyways, let's catch up. This weekend, I went with Romy to the Dinosaur Island at Thanksgiving Point, and it was super fun. She has been so loving dinosaurs lately. So she literally had a blast. It was such a good time. Um, and yeah, we ended up spending time. My brother, he owns Dirty Dog Details. They're mobile detailing within Utah County. And he detailed my car on Sunday. Dude, it looks so good. Smells like a new, fresh, clean car. It literally was sparkling. He's like, come look at it. Tell me how I did. I'm like, uh, I'll be back next week for you to do this again. <laughs> it was amazing. So in the show notes, I will link his information if you're interested in getting your car detailed. He does a phenomenal job um, and is based in Utah County. He will travel. So just let him know. Reach out if you're interested. Anyways, let's catch up on what we're listening to and what we're watching nowadays because those are like my favorite pastimes. So first, I went and saw Elemental last weekend. I'm pretty sure I talked about it last week. 10 out of 10 movie. Easily my new favorite movie. I cannot wait for it to come out on Disney for Romy to be able to see it. But I've been listening to the soundtrack and Steal the Show from that soundtrack is one of my new favorite songs. It's cheesy, it's cute, it's romantic, I love it. Um, and what I'm watching, I am re-watching the TV show Lucifer. Pretty sure it's on Netflix. I love it. It is so good. And, you know, it's just the amount of drama that I need in my life because it's pretty, my life is pretty chill. So I like to watch the drama, you know, on the TV. Anyways, as far as new movies this week, we've got the new Indiana Jones movie coming out. I am so excited. I'm going to see it on Friday. So catch me doing another movie marathon like I did for Fast and Furious. Hopefully I'm not extremely disappointed like I was for that one. Anyways, that comes out this Friday. Um, And then Insidious, uh, The Red Door releases next week which honestly that's so bizarre to me because I feel like Insidious is more of like a thriller horror vibe so why is that not coming out like in October you know when everyone's actually like in the mood for a scary movie I love scary movies so I will simply be going to see it but whatever anyways that's fun So, last week we started a new segment of conspiracy theories. Honestly, guys, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this every week because a lot of the conspiracy theories that y'all want me to talk about are, like, super political or super religious, and I'm just not into that on here. So, if you want to chat about it, shoot me a DM. Probably we'll switch up every now and then what this segment is going to be, 
But this week we do have another conspiracy theory. It's somewhat religious and political, but not like extreme. So this week we're talking about Project Bluebeam. This just now came to my attention like last Thursday. Anyways, Project Bluebeam is a joint operation. This is a conspiracy theory, so I'm talking as if it's fact. It's not. Anyways, that was just a slight disclaimer. So Project Bluebeam is a joint operation between NASA and the United Nations to simulate a second coming of Christ and to spread a new religion across the entirety of Earth to establish a new world order. Now, do I think there's a secret government somewhere calling the shots? Yes. That kind of ties into this. This conspiracy has been around for a long time. It's been around since 1994. And it basically just says that NASA and the United Nations have built, like, crazy advanced technology that can simulate via satellites a viewing in the sky of Christ for the second coming all over the world. This is, like, some serious Iron Man movie type shit, dude. Like, his drones could probably make this happen. But, like, IRL? No. That sounds so sketch. Anyways, the reason this conspiracy recirculated recently is because during the coronavirus pandemic, it's rumored, it's conspired, is that the right word? That the Bluebeam operation is nearing fruition because the final, like, preparation phase would be a worldwide epidemic to, like, you know, tickle the panic button of everybody so that they could just impose a new worldwide, new world order religion situation. Honestly, this one seems pretty far-fetched. Don't get me wrong. I think the governments are all, like, you know, doing something down there. It's like Antarctica. There's like a conspiracy theory about it. I'll have to do, next segment can be on the Antarctica government theory. (laughs) Anyways, I'm not like super convinced on this little Project Bluebeam. Sounds like a failed movie idea that just somehow spiraled out of control. So here we are. Anyways, this week we are talking about habits and routines, creating healthy ones. Um, And then my blog post is up. So if you are interested in reading about this topic, just head down to the description. That will be linked there. Um, And that's like a one-stop shop for everything you need habits and routine-wise. So definitely give it a check, a check out. And yeah, let's get started. Okay, first we're going to go over habits. Habits are a behavior that becomes an automated part of your life. They require very minimal, like, conscious awareness to actually make happen. Um, And we're kind of going to break this down into a couple portions. So, first, bad habits stem from boredom, stress. Bad habits just invite laziness, like death scrolling TikTok or not cleaning your house because you would rather watch TV. Your like natural automated response has become snacking and watching TV rather than doing something productive. Um and bad habits really are just like weeds. They truly just come and invade your life 
it's pretty normal, you know? It's pretty natural. But good habits require a lot of discipline and time. So technically, there's not like a set time. Like when you Google it, it's going to tell you between like 20 and 90 days will create a habit. So a general rule of thumb is 66 days to lock in a successful habit. That is just a little over two months. And that is kind of a long time when you're considering like actually breaking down your bad habits to curate new good ones. That's kind of a long time to stick to it and make it actually like an unconscious part of your like daily life. Like you don't have to actively be thinking about doing it at that point. So keeping that in mind, creating good habits truly is like the most basic portion of the roadmap to success. One way to help yourself create good habits is utilizing positive reinforcements to encourage good behavior. And positive reinforcements, honestly, this is like, this is how real life works. Like if you do something good, you're going to have a good result, right? If you do something shitty, you're going to have a negative consequence. So positive reinforcements not only are like your natural reward for doing something successful or good or rewarding, whatever, they actually trigger like a release of dopamine, which is your feel-good hormone that comes from your brain telling you that like this is a good thing, this makes you happy. Um, And examples of positive reinforcements, like something simple could be you could be reward yourself with praise, you know, positive self-talk. And you can receive that from other people too. Maybe you have like an accountability buddy And your first go-to for a positive reinforcement is just talking positively about the other person. Having an accountability buddy, especially when creating new habits, is so helpful, dude. Because then you have someone to do it with. And people crave connection. People crave, you know, external validation just as much as they crave internal validation. So having someone to do it with is also a fantastic way to make that happen so I mean if you're doing something crazy and you want a different reward money like I don't know taking yourself to a nice dinner if you accomplish something or actually change your habits is always enticing you know reward yourself actually physically financially somehow um so we're going to talk about the steps to creating healthy habits because there's a few So, one thing about bad habits is usually there's a trigger and a craving. So, the first couple steps of creating healthy habits is identifying and removing your triggers. So, if you're triggered because, like, if you have a bad habit of always eating junk food and your trigger is you go to look for something to eat and all you have in your pantry is junk food, you should remove that, obviously, and replace it. Replace it with fruit, vegetables healthy snacks, okay? Um, And then identify and limit your cravings. So your craving in this case would be the junk food. So limit that. Limit the junk food, move it. (laughs) I have a candy little section in my cupboard 
and it's literally on the top shelf that I can't see because I'm so short. So, you know, utilize your surroundings. If you want to have junk food in your house, that's fine. I do have junk food in my house. I love, I love me a Cadbury egg. So, yeah, just make it easier to avoid so that you can actually create, like, habits, and that can be more of a reward. I'm so sorry if you heard that ding. I have now turned on Do Not Disturb, so that's good. Anyways, um, the next step in creating healthy habits is recognizing the root cause of those cravings and triggers and actually working through them. And this is going to require, like, shadow work and personal, like, internalization of why your relationship with food is that way like just continuing the example if you're always like reaching for the shitty food why are you trying to hide something does it make you feel more comfortable it's not healthy obviously you're recognizing that so get to the root cause of why and your relationship with the situation so that you can actually change it because you can't change it if you haven't like dug deep enough to identify even everything that needs to be changed Next, you're going to start replacing small behaviors associated with your bad habits. So in this case, it's picking the junk food. You're going to replace that with something that will lead to creating a healthy habit. So one, when you're going grocery shopping, my method for this has been creating a list that I stick to pretty strictly. So I meal plan mine and Romy's meals. I list the ingredients, I look through my house, make sure I have certain ingredients for them. Whatever I do not have stays on the list. Whatever I don't, or yeah, whatever I do not have stays on the list. Whatever I do have can get removed since we already have it. And then Romy loves ice cream. You know, we've kind of made that a fun little tradition here. So ice cream is usually on the list, and that's one of the few like treats that we actually indulge on so and that one's in the freezer you know it's not out it's not in the cabinets that we're looking for when we want a snack um so just change how you grocery shop if that is something that you're wanting to work on next you're going to want to be specific with your goals and strict with your discipline on actually achieving them last week's episode was on motivation versus discipline and utilizing them together So go back, either listen to it if you haven't already, or skim through the blog post about it because that's super helpful in utilizing discipline. And creating habits is truly just going to like, you're going to need it. You're going to need all the self-discipline you can muster up. Otherwise, nothing's going to stick. So be specific and strict with yourself. And then finally, establish a set response. So... Once you've identified your cravings, you know your old response was to grab the junk food. Your new response, since you have changed the small behavior of grocery shopping, is going to be a fruit platter or a healthier charcuterie board or vegetables with a cutie little dip, you know? Make it fun and rewarding. And then remind yourself, you did a great job because you have successfully had vegetables instead of treats good job anyways habits coincide pretty nicely with routines so we're going to touch on routines before we mix them together and routines are fixed programs in schedules Um, they're a set sequence of habits or behaviors 
that drive a specific outcome. So routines can change. This is important. Routines can change depending on your goals. So previously, when we're talking about creating habits, you're going to be specific with your goals. If your goals are changing, which honestly they should, if you're progressing as a human, your goals should get bigger. So your routines should change to adapt to that, to fit to that, to optimize your day, to actually utilize what you want and need to hit your goals. So that's something to remember. Routines can kind of be this black hole. If you get sucked into such a specific routine, you will limit yourself to leveling up. You will limit yourself to the amount of success that you can have because your actions do need to adapt to your environment. And if you are actively improving, your environment is improving. So that is something, that's a disclaimer. I love routines, I live by them, but you do need to remember that they can change, they should change. And when establishing them, you just need to make sure that it's a healthy, good way to do it. So we're gonna talk about like my morning and nighttime routines. I just read the 5 a.m. club last month and truly it changed my life. I know I bring this book up a lot. You should read it, dude. (laughs) It got my ass out of bed early, okay? And that is saying something. I'm not a morning person. So optimal morning and nighttime routines is what we're going to discuss right now. So getting up at 5 is optimal rise time, okay? So to get up at 5... I like to be like getting my ass out of bed at five. So my alarm goes off at 445. That lets me like kind of get up, stretch a smidge before I have to get my booty up and wake up. I use a hatch alarm. It's life changing. <laughs> it is kind of what pushed me over the edge to actually be able to make this shit happen. So it's like a sunrise situation. It'll gradually wake me up. I have the cute little birds chirping as my alarm sound. It's fantastic. Highly recommend. So get up at 5 a.m. or 4.45 and do a little bit of personal care. Drink some water um, and get dressed in workout clothes because the first little interval of your morning should be an intense workout. You should sweat. You should get your heart rate up. Because that releases BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotropic factors, which basically those just allow your brain to like utilize and maintain their synaptic responses. And it helps your brain continue like healthy regeneration. And it's just really healthy, okay? You should sweat first thing in the morning. Also, exercise also releases dopamine and uh, is serotonin the hormone I'm thinking? I think so. Anyways, exercise makes you happy. So first thing you should do for 20 minutes is sweat. You should do something intense and you should hydrate. If you want to trick your brain into hydrating a smidge more, put lemon juice. I like fresh squeezed lemon except for don't drop the seeds in there because that's no bueno and a little tiny pinch of salt because that tricks your brain into wanting more because it's flavored and it has salt so there's a little biohack for you and you should always be drinking water before your coffee this is hard for me i love my coffee so drink a glass of water before your coffee hydrate first 
and brush your teeth first. Brush your teeth before you drink water. Your tongue holds so much bacteria from literally just one night's sleep. Even if you brush your teeth the night before, hopefully you did. Please brush your teeth every night. Anyways, moving on. Your tongue holds so much bacteria. So one, you should tongue scrape in your 45 minute to 5 a.m. window and brush your teeth, then hydrate. Anyways, that was a little hygiene lesson. I hope you took something from it. Anyways, at 520, you've gotten a nice intense workout and you're sweating. You've had a full glass of water, full bottle. Um, Next, you're going to slow your heart rate down. You're going to meditate. You're going to journal. You're going to practice your gratitude and you're going to plan out your day. You're going to tell yourself what needs to get done. You're going to review what you prepped the night before and mentally get ready for the day that you have coming up. Meditation is so powerful and your brain has a lot more power than you give it credit for. So you need to, utilizing meditation will change your life, okay? Go on your podcasting, hosting site, whatever you're listening to this on, and just type in a morning meditation. A ton will come up. Find one that you like and try it for 10 minutes tomorrow morning. You'll love it. Um, and just do that for 20 minutes, okay? Meditate, journal, gratitude, plan your day for 20 minutes. So at 5.40, you're going to educate yourself. And my favorite, I listen to a podcast every morning. That podcast changes day to day. So I'll kind of, I'll link some of my faves down in the description. Um, yeah, so read a book. Pick a book. I am, I'm a pretty fast reader, but I take notes when I'm reading something actually educational. So that's kind of slows me down. I try and finish one or two books a month. So you should set a goal for yourself. Books are literally the best way (laughs) to educate yourself. It's so helpful. It helps your attention span. It helps your comprehension abilities. It's so helpful for every aspect of your life to just read a damn book. So I'll also link some of my faves in the description. Anyways, the next little bit of your morning is going to be connecting with your family maybe that's breakfast maybe that's you should get ready for the day since you've freaking sweat your booty off um one thing you should remember is using technology like sucks your brain power so don't get on it for the first couple hours of your morning and just watch your day transform when you do not like get on your technology unless you're using it for a podcast or a book don't don't get on it you don't need to check it you don't need to look at the news you can wait that all can wait an hour or two in the morning so we're gonna fast forward to my nighttime routine i have tried to set up a set dinner time honestly our dinner time ranges from between like 5 and 7 p.m so my routine is kind of flexible in the evening however the basis basic gist of it is dinner should be around 6 and once we hit 6 p.m we're also like turning off our cell phones and our tablets and our laptops okay we're shutting them we're putting them away and we're gonna have some deep family connection time we're eating dinner together uh we're going on a walk we're gonna be in nature for a minute we're gonna talk about our day one of my favorite things to do with Romy is ask her about her day (laughs) today I put her to bed. I'm recording this, obviously, before it comes out Tuesday morning. So I'm recording this at nighttime. She's already in bed. 
she told me she had so much fun at JJ's house and she had so much fun with her friends and it was so cute. She loves telling me about her day. So actually connect, talk about your day, talk about what brought you joy for the day. And then, I mean, dinner time could take a minute. So around 7.30, you're going to do a little more reading. You're going to maybe even do another meditation to calm your freaking brain and your heart down for a great night's sleep. And you're going to prep everything for the next day. So since you're going to get up and work out at 5 a.m., you're going to get out your workout clothes. You're going to get out your shoes. You're going to fill up your water bottle and put it in the fridge. You're going to have a lemon ready to squeeze into it. You're going to prep your morning so that you can wake up and go so that there's no hesitation. You need to trick yourself into just doing it. Um, I'm a nighttime shower person, so I'll shower. I'll get ready for bed. I'll do my nighttime skincare. And then the ideal amount of sleep is between seven and nine hours. If you get more than nine hours, that's considered oversleeping, which is not healthy. You should not be oversleeping. So is undersleeping. Undersleeping is also unhealthy. So make sure you're getting a decent night's sleep, which is why meditation is helpful at night. It helps calm yourself down and prep you for a nice night's sleep. So seven and a half hours is ideal. You should chew for seven and a half hours every night. So if you're getting up at five, go to bed at 9.30. My bedtime ranges from between 9.30 and like 11, unfortunately. So honestly, do what needs to be done. Get your shit done. Optimize your routines so that the middle chunk of your day can be pleasant, can be productive, can be successful. And you'll really start to see a change once these routines are implemented for a set amount of time. And one thing about routines and habits is you can utilize habit creation with your routines. So just make your routines an automated portion of your time. In this case, the first habit you should establish is when you wake up and when you go to bed. And I know I've said this a million times, waking up at 5 a.m. is freaking awesome. I know it sucks to get out of bed that early, but you're going to feel so good if you, like, follow the routine that I just outlined because you're going to have so much shit done by freaking 8 a.m. that you're ready to freaking rumble for your work day and you're ready to go. So highly recommend make sure you're also getting quality sleep. One thing that I actually read recently, and this is based off human design. I know I've mentioned it in a previous podcast episode, but you should not sleep next to another person Because even when you're sleeping, you're going to absorb that person's energy. So I'm a projector and absorbing someone else's energy could like impact your aura, could change your aura color, and it will totally impact your day. And I have 100% noticed that because I live by myself right now and I literally sleep so good by myself in my bed. It's amazing. I do use white noise to fall asleep. Also recommend my alarm for that. Anyways, just keep that in mind. Do some research on it because sleeping by yourself is very healthy. Um, Yeah, and make sure you're getting good quality sleep. Otherwise, all of this will be shitty because you're going to wake up grumpy and you're going to have a grumpy day because you did not sleep good. So that's something to keep in mind. I'm glad we went over our routines Utilizing habits in your routines, like I said, you can make your routines become habit, which you should. And again, 
The outline for that is a 66-day minimum, okay? You should be sticking to it. You should have the self-discipline to stick to it for 66 days and at that point, reevaluate and just watch it become like a natural part of your life. One thing to also remember is part-time commitment will give you part-time results. If you want a habit, you need to make it a daily thing. You need to make it like... One thing for me is getting up at 5 a.m. I force myself to do it on the weekends too because my weekends will be much more productive if I stick to that same routine because I'm getting so much done. I feel so much like more ready to go when I get up at 5 and stick to this routine. So part-time commitment will result in part-time results. That's something that literally works in every single area of your life. If you're in a relationship and you're only giving it part-time effort, bruh, your relationship's probably failing. Okay, reevaluate. Anyways, I hope you learned something. Definitely check out the blog post associated with this and check out the description for everything we talked about today. And I hope you have a freaking awesome Taco Tuesday. And I'll talk to you next week, which is, I'm pretty sure, the 4th of July. So there will be an episode coming out on the 4th of July. Please listen. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for more of the By Maddie Marie podcast. As always, please drop a five-star review and all my socials and my blog are linked in the description. I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best Taco Tuesday.